Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920, The Answer in Atlanta. My name is Cleve Gaddis, and I appreciate you sticking with us through the break. In this segment, you may or may not remember the Surfside Towers collapse in Miami. The whole condo building collapsed. But we're going to talk this segment about how that collapse has affected real estate, home buying, home selling, home ownership, condo associations throughout the United States of America. Remember, we want to connect with you. Go to gogaddisradio.com. That's G O. G-A-D-D-I-S radio.com. You can ask questions, make comments. You can push back if you want to. You can share ideas or request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can subscribe to our podcast. We're available on all major podcasting platforms, and we would love for you to be a podcast subscriber. We've got a special guest today who has been on the show many, many times. Those of you who are consistent listeners have heard them on the have heard this gentleman on the show probably 30 times over the years. Michael Crew, who is the CEO of Homeowner Management Services. Michael, welcome. Hello, Cleve. How are you today? I am great. Homeowner Management Services, what, what does Homeowner Management Services do? And what I'm trying to get people to understand is why should they listen to you when it comes to homeowner association issues? Uh, oh, wow. Okay, so my company <laughs> is uh, been around for 28 years. Wow. We manage north of 200 community associations, condominiums, townhomes, single-family homes. All in Metro uh, Atlanta? Uh, all over Metro Atlanta, Got it. north of 25,000 residences altogether. Wow. Uh, and, and I've been involved in homeowners associations for over 30 years. But you've kind of seen uh, it all. Now, you've also been in uh, some national association work for homeowners associations as well. Tell us quickly about that. Yeah, just quickly. So uh, I've, uh, I've been the Georgia State Chapter for the Community Associations Institute, which is a large national organization, 44,000 managers, yep. members. Yep. Uh, and then I've also been involved in a group called ACAM, Association of Community Managers, another national group that holds meetings annually for and does education for uh, managers and management companies. Uh, and for a brief period of time, three years, I was on the board of the Foundation for Community Association Research, which uh, produces uh, uh, best practices, uh, training guides, and does uh, national surveys about satisfaction, resident satisfaction, stuff like that. Wonderful. And, and I only brought that up because I think you are always on the cutting edge. You and I are always talking about issues that affect homeowners associations before I ever even hear it uh, from other places. And so I wanted the listeners to have an understanding of who we were talking with today. In Miami, a, um, a building or an association uh, called Surfside Champlain, I think is the way you pronounce it, Tower South, uh, actually collapsed, and it collapsed because, and correct me if I'm wrong, because there were maintenance items that needed to be taken care of. There were issues that needed to be corrected, and uh, the can was just kicked down the road for years and years. And when I saw what happened, the building collapsed, and it was literally a pile of rocks and rubble uh, on the ground, like the whole structure collapsed. And I'm understanding through the grapevine that now lenders, because of that collapse, are asking for different different information from associations before they allow a borrower to close. So yeah. correct me if I have set that up incorrectly and then give me, give me the scoop on this. No, you, you, you pretty much hit that right on the money. Uh, the, the building collapsed because of in the industry, what we call deferred maintenance. It's maintenance that the association was aware of and did not perform. Uh, in the case of Champlain towers, it was principally a financial problem. 
their homeowners their that's a condominium building they couldn't agree on a special assessment to pay for it and so they neglected maintenance for years and ultimately it cost 98 people their lives and 136 units i think in the building uh, were destroyed so Unbelievable! I mean, it's, it was a terrible tragedy. Terrible. So, when a uh, a a buyer or a borrower is buying a condo in Metro Atlanta, the lender typically asks for information uh, from the condo association. You know, like the master insurance policy and stuff like that. And what I'm hearing is that now lenders are requiring information from condo associations that they were not requiring in the past. In other words, they're looking at it in terms of underwriting the deal. So a buyer's loan could be turned down because the condo association's not doing what they're supposed to do. Yes. The lenders have ratcheted up the requirements, the disclosure requirements, uh, by a magnitude, I would say. Uh, I mean, some attorneys have said that the uh, requirements are draconian even. Uh, CAI, that group you mentioned earlier yep. that, that I'm a part of, uh, they surveyed management companies and uh, nine out of 10 of the respondents said that they were uh, uh, uncomfortable or feared the exposure of liability from answering the lender's questions. Uh, 25% of buyers have been denied loans because of delayed questionnaires or um, questions that, that are not being answered. Management companies are not willing to put their neck on the line and board members are not willing to put their neck on the line either because like there's there are subjective questions in there like uh could the building be uh in violation of any future deficiencies mm. any future building code deficiencies well who can know that no I mean, that's unless exactly you right. already have something wow who can oh, know that? okay so you're saying that the questionnaire might very well uh, overreach a an association's um a level of understanding but let's i want to circle back and i want to be specific if we can with our listeners so they understand what might be issues i understand that in many cases they're asking for six months worth of board meeting That's minutes correct. so they can see so they can see for themselves if people are talking about something uh that is where the can's being kicked down the road and they're off also uh, asking for a reserve study, which I would assume will be prepared by an engineer or someone like that that estimates, here's the cost, here's what's wrong, and here's the cost you need to save this year uh, to prepare for things three or four years down the road. Are those two things the, the additional things you're seeing? Yeah, that's correct. The, the, the impetus is coming from, uh, from the uh, government, the group of lenders that function under the government umbrella yep. uh, of loan guarantees, and that would be the federal home loan banks, uh, Fannie Mae lenders, Freddie Mac lenders. Okay, a lot of other lenders are following their trail, mm -hmm. even though they're not under the government uh, insurance program. And I would assume and, FHA, VA, USDA, because they're government insured, they are they are they facing the same. Some, some of them are. Okay. Uh, uh, VA's got its own setup, but but the I mean the the three big lenders that I just mentioned are the ones that are driving the market and if you don't mind and let me so let, let me make just real quickly an aside comment for everybody most homeowners or most citizens of the U.S. don't understand that it is really the U.S. government that drives liquidity in, in home loans. And so they're either making the loans, they're insuring the loans, they're doing something because they want to keep the housing market liquid. They want Bank of America and all the other banks to have enough money to lend out for new loans. So that's why the government can drive underwriting criteria uh, in these loans. And it's not really that the government's voting on it. It's an yeah. entity that's sort of controlled or e or actually part of the government that's doing that. Thank you very much for giving me a, sec a second to yeah. do that. 
Very few banks hold mortgage notes. Right. They resell them, and they resell them through organizations like Freddie, Fannie, yep. Federal Home Banks. Yep. Uh, and so those people are setting the standards of what of what kinds of securities they'll trade. Uh, and so the lenders are asking us questions about uh, deferred maintenance, about structural issues, about unfunded reserves. Uh, and lenders have always asked for financial statements of associations. They've always asked for insurance statements. Uh, and had questionnaires. Some of them are yes. five, seven pages long. Uh, and in in essence, the association is answering those questions. But for anybody who's managed, the management company is the one that's inserting all those answers in the questionnaires. Yep, yep, yep. And so now the thing, the big shift, as you mentioned, has been now they're asking for things that they've never asked for before. They want six months of board minutes. And I can tell you, lots of volunteer boards do not have six months of board minutes. Or, or at least not say they might not have had six board meetings in six months. They, and if they, they did, they might not have, not have good notes. I, I mean, it, it, there's, a, there's a lot of shortcomings in the documentation area. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they're asking for a current up-to-date reserve study. Yep. And, and some uh, condominiums and, and uh, uh, common ownership buildings have reserve studies, but some don't, or they're out of date. Yeah, I'm they, guessing they, that some they haven't so, been maintaining the, the schedules that are in them. Yeah, so. I'm guessing some can't even afford to do the reserve study because I would imagine it would cost thousands of dollars, and in some cases, hundreds of thousands to have a, a an accurate well, reserve they're, study. They're not done. hundreds of okay. thousands. A, a big high rise building could could have a twenty thousand dollar reserve study. Okay. For okay, got it. So, okay, thank so you for clarifying. Cheap. No, no, they're no, cheap, but thank you but, for clarifying. But it, I mean, they're big. They're they're. I mean, that's a big expense for a for a building, nonetheless. It, it absolutely is. Hey, we've uh, got about two minutes left in this segment, and if you just joined us, you're listening to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM nine twenty. The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis, your host, a local real estate broker in Atlanta, and I'm joined. On the line today by Michael Crew, who is the CEO of Homeowner Management Services. If somebody wanted to reach you, Michael, how would they do that? Uh, they can uh, send me an email. Okay. Uh, it's mike at hms-inc.net. Right. Perfect. They can go to our website, www.hms-inc.net, and there's a contact us page. They can call our office, 770 667 0595 and uh, tell our uh, receptionist that they want to speak to me or leave me a message. And I'll be glad to get back to them because a big part of our company's philosophy for the entire time we've been in existence is about educating, well, educating you, board members and homeowners. I can tell you firsthand uh, in all of the experiences I've had with you, you really do have the heart of the teacher. You're really trying to help people know all they need to know in order to make decisions that are our best for them or best for their association. And I have always appreciated that. So if we had, and we've only got about 30 seconds left in the segment, but if we had some advice to give home buyers, um, I think the advice would be don't be surprised when you're buying a condo uh, where everybody shares in the ownership of everything. Uh, if the lender asks for lots more information, and my suggestion would be that you, as the home buyer, ought to be looking at those minutes and the reserve study yourself. Would that be correct? Exactly, Cleve. I was going to part with whether you are going to buy a condominium or whether you currently live in one, you should be asking your board if they have those documents available because 
When the lender comes to us, they give us five days to answer. Perfect. We got to take a break. In our next segment, National Day celebrated in early April. Do you really need to clean your home to get it ready to list? And what steps are necessary to divide a deed or part of a family-owned property? We've got those subjects and more. Stick with us. We'll be back. <laughs> 